Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Donkey Donkey Connection, the podcast where David and I talk all things professional wrestling. Now, today is a little bit different of an episode. Um, it is just me, Josh, solo for this episode. Um, David is working, and he's also spending some time with his kiddos today. So I decided, you know what, I might as well just take over the SmackDown recap on my own. Now, because it's not David and I, we're not going to bounce back and forth our ideas as to what's going on um, in the WWE, specifically with SmackDown and all that stuff. So to kind of um, save a little bit of time and to kind of speed this episode up, because it's just me, it's not going to be as interesting as when David and I go back and forth with our ideas and such, I'm going to break down the biggest points of SmackDown last night. I'm not going to do a full segment-for-segment segment recap, but I'm going to knock out the biggest uh, biggest points, which I know of four points um, from last night's episode that really need to be spoken about, and that is the beginning Paul Heyman-Roman Reigns promo. That is the split-up of the golden role models, Bailey and Sasha Banks, when Bailey turned on Sasha last night. The decimation of Big E Langston, Big E, um, attacked by Sheamus and put out of commission, um, and the final uh, fatal four-way for the number one contendership at Class of Champions Gold Rush, um, where I believe it's Jay Uso is now the number one contender for uh, Roman Reigns' championship. Now, I'm going to start off with the promo in the beginning. I was watching this um, as it was happening, um, and I thought that this was one of the best promos to to open a show in a long, long time. Paul Heyman is incredible on the mic and can put anybody over as a heel. I thought this promo was an absolute A+, until Roman Reigns started talking. If what they did was just have Paul Heyman cut his promo once he says Universal Champion Roman Reigns, cut it there. Stop it there. But you let Roman talk, and he changed his his whole thing from this is my yard now to this is my island because they're really playing up his Samoan heritage. Um, and he has a new shirt. He has show up and win, which I like because it's great. He literally showed up on uh, at SummerSlam showed up to payback, or not, yeah, payback, signed the contract, won the belt. It's what he did. He shows up and wins um, and wrecks everybody and leaves. This was a great promo. It wasn't Roman Reigns' worst promo because they used to have him saying uh, suckering succotash um, and stupid stuff like that. But this promo is a lot more impactful if it's just Paul Heyman, in my opinion. The next uh, thing to actually happen was the decimation of Big E, where Sheamus... So Big E was in the back with, I believe it was Gulak and LHP, um, which apparently Lucha House Party, they're not having any issues anymore. Um, But he's saying that this is a celebration of um, Xavier Woods' birthday, and that Woods is going to be at SmackDown. Um, I don't remember seeing him, but I might have just missed it and looked away. But um, security guard comes up to him and invites him to say, hey, Woods is here. Let's let's go see him. And then he leads him out a door, and he is bro-kicked by Sheamus and absolutely destroyed and has a white noise done to him into the uh, front glass of a car where he has lacerations and internal bleeding 
and has been rushed to a local medical facility and is unable to compete in the Fatal 4-Way. Well, the Fatal 4-Way continued as a Fatal 4-Way because Jay Uso was entered into the match because him and Roman had an altercation, a good friend, uh, friendly family bonding uh, moment in the beginning of the show. Jay is welcoming him back and saying, it's been great, <coughs> great to see you. You have your Universal Championship back. And so essentially, that shows that they're still family. They're blood. He, Roman's not going to hate on Jay just because he's a heel, but it's, he's still his family. Um, Usos are face, and Roman is a heel, but it's still a family bond. Um, Jay is the surprise entrant into the Fatal 4-Way match at the end, um, which I'm going to skip to that now. Um, that continued to build the feud between Riddle and Corbin. Um, Riddle actually ate a pen, um, which is unfortunate, but he ate it to Jay Uso, who has barely been on TV, but this is a good push for him because Jimmy is hurt. Um, they want to keep him on TV, um, and relevant and figured, you know what? His cousin just won the belt. Let's have him be the first big championship defense. It's not going to be much of a match. I don't think, I think, uh, Roman's going to come into that and, Lay, uh, lay him out and everything and show his real true heel dominance but it was good for him to keep Big E out of this fatal four way because Big E is the one that we think I think David has mentioned it on the show or not it might just be to me that Big E is going to be the one that eventually takes the belt off of Roman so it's good to keep him out of this triple threat or this fatal four way so he doesn't have to eat a pin and he doesn't automatically get put into that championship match just to lose it because they're not going to have Roman drop the belt just after a month of having it, especially with this new heel character led by Paul Heyman. They're going to have him hold his belt for a long, long time. And now to the biggest segment that happened tonight. The golden role models are no more. This match, um, it was a rematch, uh, golden role models against Shayna and Nia. Uh, for these, uh, for the women's tag team championships, um, it was an incredible match. It was such a good match. Um, but it ended with Sasha going for a double knees onto Shayna, I believe, um, on the ring post, and she slammed both of her knees into the ring post, which that basically put the biggest target on her legs for Nia and um, Shayna to attack. Shayna was doing that uh, leg submission and also tried to go for the finish. The, uh, the I think it's the Muda Lock, which is the leg submission, as well as her own uh, Kira Fuda Clutch um, combination that she did at Payback. Um, but she didn't actually end up getting that off. The finish actually came with a double cross body body slam off of the second rope by Nia Jax onto both Bailey and Sasha. Um, where medical staff ran in post-match to check on Sasha, make sure she was okay. And Bailey basically said to have them back off, whatever, she'll help her out. And as soon as she gets her out onto the apron, decks her, lays her out. And this isn't just like a regular heel turn where it lasts for 30 seconds or whatever. No, this was a good three to five minutes of Bailey just attacking her knees saying you asked for this this is this was coming you knew this was coming um what the hell is going on in Bailey's head we know 
she thinks that she's better than Sasha. She has thought that for the last few weeks. But we didn't think that it was going to be Bailey that turned on Sasha. We thought it would be Sasha that turned on Bailey. <coughs> I prefer Bailey turning here because <coughs> she is a better heel than Sasha Banks is a heel. Banks is a great heel, but we have never seen this Bailey heel character before. And by God, is it incredible. Her heel work has been some of the greatest heel work in the WWE as of late, not including Randy Orton. Because Randy Orton is top heel in WWE right now. I think this is really good. This is something we've been waiting for. Um, is it a little early in my opinion? Yes, because I would rather have this feud be really in front of fans. Unless they have this blow off. Like this runs all the way till Survivor Series. Because that's your SmackDown Women's Championship match at Class of Champions is for these two. So if you're having this happen now and not putting it in front of fans, I think that's a little bit of a bad idea, but, you know, who knows. Um, but that basically covers every single thing that happened at uh, SmackDown last night, all the important stuff. There was uh, a Heavy Machinery tag team match where Heavy Machinery went over uh, Miz and Morrison, continuing to build that feud. Um, something needs to be done with Otis's uh, Money in the Bank championship opportunity uh, Morrison actually stole the actual contract and ran away with it he's not the new Mr. Money in the Bank but they might have a match for that that would put John Morrison into that Money in the Bank spot which I would think would be really interesting um, other than that there was a uh, three way promo for who was the real Intercontinental Champion which that's basically setting up for the Class of, championship, uh, class of Champions Gold Rush match uh, between Zane Hardy and AJ which I think uh, Zane should come out on top on that. But other than that, that's pretty much everything that happened at SmackDown of note. Um, just want to do a real quick update and real quick breakdown of this because it is just me and it's a lot easier um, to record with two people because you can kind of bounce ideas back and forth. But, you know, David is taking a day and spending it time with his kids and working, so I completely understand. I get it. I don't blame him at all. So... With that being said, I think that's going to basically finish this episode off. If you have any questions for David and I, you can hit us up on our personals or at Double Doink Network on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, and other than that, I think that's it. Just like, share, subscribe. And this has been a Double Doink Network Productions. I have been Josh. David is not here. And we have two words for you. Doinks out.